0: Welcome back to the ACTU podcast, a podcast for the real-life working screenwriter. I am Tasha Hugh.
1: And I am Josh Halden.
0: And today is a special day, mm. not in a particularly good way.
1: <laughs> it's just <laughs> special. There's good special <laughs> and there's bad special.
0: And then there's a special special. <laughs> so we record our podcast kind of a week about before you all hear it. And so this, we're recording this uh, right after the the strike has has happened, um, I was actually at a baseball game, at a Dodger game with my my writers' room is like our wrap party for writing uh, the season, and everyone was so happy, we're cheering, and then we get the the email about like sixth inning, and just everyone deflated when we we heard the news of what was going on, and but was interesting by the end of the night, by the ninth inning of the Dodgers. It's kicked the Phillies ass, everyone was kind of more hopeful. So we're just going to talk about the strike in general, sort of how we feel. Um, But one thing we're not going to do is get into the specifics of it. I think there's a lot of information out there um, to help you understand why the strike is happening, what writers are asking for, Mm how uh, the producers are responding to that. And Josh and I don't feel we can necessarily add to that conversation. So instead, we're going to point you to those resources so you can get the information at its core. Because John August, who has, of course, the Script Notes podcast... Um, he was on the negotiating committee, so he, he just posted an episode that is very informative. Um, Adam Conover, who's from Adam Ruins Everything, if you know that show, um, he's also part of the negotiating committee for the WGA. And he was just interviewed on the Town podcast with Matthew Belloni. So definitely check that out. Belloni. I just said the word baloney and I was like, wait, that can't be his actual last name.
1: You know what? I'm, I was just rolling with it. I think it's Bellany.
0: I think it's. I think it is, too. <laughs> um, Adam was also on CNN, kind of laying down the law, which was, which is actually really awesome to see if you can check that clip out. Um, I reposted it on my Twitter and then definitely Google, like Google WGA strike FAQs the WGA strike rules. You can Google all of that and that's available for everyone to look through and really mull over. So, um, mm-hmm. those are some resources we think you should check out. And then we're just going to kind of talk about how it's affecting us as writers, our careers, how we feel about it, and hopefully use this as a therapy session.
1: I love therapy sessions. And I'm glad we, we're doing this podcast to direct people to other podcasts. So let's... Yeah. Um,
0: well, you know, we're a democratic...
1: <laughs> no, we are. We, it is... It, it, it's just an onslaught of information. And in all seriousness, John August is great. at You know, he knows so much and he, he, he uh, is very precise in explaining certain things. And I listened to some of that, um, the town episode you were talking about and also is really good. I mean, that was someone yeah. who's like ground floor negotiating. I, I think that's great. Yes. Yeah.
0: Per our, our normal thing, instead of facts, we're going to talk about feelings. Oh, <laughs> we, don't, we don't deal in facts on this podcast. We deal in how we feel. <laughs> oh.
1: Emotionally. We. <laughs> What do we we were talking yesterday and I asked asked you how you felt, like when you go into yeah. the doctor's office and you're either a zero smiley or a frown face <laughs> or you attend super happy smiley face. Where are you today, Tasha?
0: <laughs> What's well, like middle phase where your your smile is just a bar?
1: Yeah, that's that's a five.
0: Oh it's a five. Okay, I'm a five.
1: You're a five. A five. You were a yeah, four yeah, yesterday.
0: Yeah. yeah, I'm a five. I'm a five punching up to six.
1: There you go. All right, so let me ask you this: You were at the baseball game. You were hit by the wave of emotions, but by the end, you said you you were all feeling a little optimistic. Yeah. Wh- where? Why? Where was that optimism coming from? Was it because you were all together and you were just cheering each other on, and, and 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 it just felt like the right thing to do? Maybe a drink or two were flowing.
0: You know, it's interesting because the two people in particular who were very much like, it's gonna be fine, it's gonna be okay. They had two very different circumstances, both of which are very valid. One has a job at the end of this. Gotcha. She knows that she's gonna have have some, some job security, um, in that she she works on a very popular show That um, is definitely getting stopped right now. She's not going to work for however long the strike is. So she does not have income for however long that's going to be. So that's definitely scary. But there's light at the end of the tunnel for her because she knows the show is so popular that there's no way it's not going to come back when the strike is over. Right. And then... Another person is just very zen. <laughs> so like, this is the path I'm trying to tread. Um, that's why I'm trending upwards towards six. Is she was like, there's nothing you as an individual can do. You you, you worrying about it isn't going to make the strike last any shorter and so just let it go, do what you can do. what's in front of you. And that's all that you can do. Mm. And so that really helped me. And it's a good reminder for whenever I start stressing out about future worries of all of, because I mean, you and I both share this trait of like thinking of the worst case scenario. And, um, instead of doing that, she's like, no, bring it back. Where are you now? What can you do right now?
1: Yeah. Let go. Let flow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay.
0: How are you feeling on the scale of sad face to smiley face?
1: I'm a roller coaster. I go up and down. Okay. And that, that's just, I think, part of my personality. I, I can't stay in a stable uh, emotional state for too mm. long. Just generally, just generally, like
0: you have to do something to spice it up. I need to yeah. spice it down.
1: Yeah, give me something that puts me in a compromising situation to make me worry. Or I need life. That
0: actually makes a lot of sense now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I need to feel throughout the day,
0: like the time we were at eighty-two and you got in a massive fight with one of the guests that I brought about James Bond. Listen. <laughs> I felt like you just needed something in that moment, and now I know what that was. I'm sorry. <laughs> he was wrong, though, if I recall, so it's fine.
1: But... You know, we were all entitled to our opinions, and for some reason, I just didn't accept his. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I, yeah, I, I do. I still feel bad about that, but I am feeling... The, the thing is, is I just don't like massive change. right. I do like change because it's a necessary part of life. But when there's so many things, when it's like a drawn out change, like during the pandemic, I went into some dark places because I was like, how's this going to, how's like, where's life? I mean, I don't mean to compare this to the pandemic, but, um, you know, it's just so much uncertainty and you don't know what's going to happen. And it's very easy, very easy to let your mind just go in a very crazy place. You know, I've had conversations talking with friends like, is this like a cleanse of the industry? Is this gonna push people out? Because if the strike happens for a really long time, people just can't survive, you know? And it's, it's true. And so I think about that. And and then I know we were gonna talk about this, but I was working on a couple things that just basically got stopped. And in my head, I'm like, they're dead. I just think they're dead. Like, I don't know what, what's gonna happen to them. We had momentum with them and that momentum just... Just done. So that was a bummer.
0: (laughs) Well, let's transition into that then. Like, how's the work stoppage affected your material, your career, your job right now?
1: Well, because I operate in specs. Like, I love features. Like, that's, that's what, like, that's, you know, you go all in on something and then this kind of stuff happens and you're like, oh, wow, maybe. maybe Maybe i should get into
0: animation maybe (laughs) Maybe (laughs) the animation
1: thing wasn't such a bad idea um but yeah just it it has affected me in the sense of we were like out to actresses on one thing you know we had the director the actor and then it was just like done stop i don't even know what happened to it so i
0: mean my understanding (laughs) is they can continue to package these things they just can't make a deal with you so they can get everyone else's deal in order and then it isn't until the strike is over that they can make their deal with you. So they can't make the movie because they can't make a deal with you to buy actually buy the script.
1: There's the there's the optimism. Number one. Yeah. Number two. Not to jump around too much, but I had a spec that got put put on pause. We were taking out a spec, and I talked to my agent, and he was like, "We're gonna just stop. We're gonna we're gonna put a pause on this." I talked to the producer about it. The producer was also a little optimistic, where he was saying, "Well, maybe if we come back to it after the strike." not only your spec, but other specs can be positioned as something that's new. This has been something that the writer worked on during the stoppage, and now we are taking this out into the world. Yeah. So there's always a way to spin It's material. new and exciting.
0: Right. Versus re rebundled Yeah, so you are, just for clarification, you have two... You had two specs leading up to this strike. You had one that was with your agents and had a producer attached and you were ready to take it out into the world, meaning try to sell it at Universal and Netflix and all the places that could potentially make and distribute that movie. And then you also had another one with a different producer who also had a director attached and then you were going out to actors for that one. Is that right? That
1: second one has a director and an actor attached. And we just needed the female because uh, okay. we, tra- we were packaging it. The other thing is because I'm not 100% sure how much I can talk to people. Like I've just not even, right. a- I haven't le- even followed up on certain things. And I know if I talk, I don't want to get into a conversation with uh, someone who's on the project. Then we just start talking about notes. And then all of a sudden you're like, wait a minute. What's going on I cannot on talk here? about that. What's yeah. going on here? Anyway, so that's how it's affected me. Yeah. I, I'm st- you know, even talking this out though. Feeling a little better, feeling yeah. a little better. I don't know. I think so. Yeah,
0: I think okay. it's, I think it's great. I think, I think your your producer saying that they can, um, you know, package it as something new and exciting when the strike is over is great. That's super optimistic. And yeah, I, I, I know that there are people who are definitely asking these questions. Like, can I package? Can I do all of this? Because a lot of producers don't want to cross the line. Mm-hmm. They want to respect writers. A lot of producers that I've spoken to anyways, a hundred percent agree with the writers and are on that side that they should be paid for more. Um, but it's not up to them, right? It's their bosses who are in these meetings, not them, um, or their bosses' lawyers really. So they understand and don't want to cross any picket lines, but they, want to work. They also need to survive and pay their own mortgages. So what can they do? What's in front of them? The same way for us, we can maybe write a spec during this time and work on our own stuff during this time. Um, so long as we're not sending it to our agents or anyone else. So what can they be doing? And it feels like they can be going to get an actor for you and then just holding on to that package until it's ready to go.
1: So you cannot send a spec to your reps, correct? Correct. Okay. Or to producers. Correct. I don't know why. I don't know why you would do that. I'm just clarifying yeah. it to you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's how it's kind of affected me. I know you were working on 500 things. So yeah, what about it's been you?
0: Int- I had to cancel all my meetings this week that I had, like I had some generals going on. I, I had dinner actually with my execs on my Tomb Raider project and we've really only met maybe once before a long time ago, and then everything has been over Zoom. And so we are finally going to have a dinner after all this time. And I was really excited for it. And then I realized last night, it was supposed to be tonight. And I realized last night, I was like, wait, I can't meet with them because I want to talk about other projects. I want to mm-hmm. talk about what else do you guys have in the pipeline that would be great for me? Or what are you looking for that I could bring to you? And we can't have any of those conversations. And so I just emailed them and said, Hey, I, am so sorry. But after thinking about this a little bit longer, I realized, I think, I don't think it's, it's wise for us to have dinner tomorrow night, but, um, after the strike, let's definitely get it back on. And they're super understanding. And that's been something that's been interesting is that everyone that I've had to cancel with for this week's worth of meetings have been very understanding of, of the strike and the rules and, and all of that. And honestly, it's like kind of a relief. It feels like (sighs) <sighs> like finally you can kind of take a break a little bit. At least for mm-hmm. me, there's been so much. I mean, you too, you've been working so hard on all these scripts. It feels like fine, like all the other fluff of like meetings and networking and all that other stuff that you have to do yeah. can finally like stop and you can focus mm-hmm. on what you love and what's most important.
1: I have a friend who was pretty tied up, I who was who is, who is pretty busy and he he was getting killed. Like last month, he was just in over his head and he made a comment to me where he was like, I just hope this strike happens immediately so I can stop <laughs> yeah. rather than like having it drawn out. Like, you yeah. know, where, it, where it's like, I just hope it gets activated immediately.
0: And, oh man. Um, and, uh, just cause he was working so hard on scripts and stuff.
1: Yeah. He needed a mental break. Like yeah. he actually needed, which is a great problem to have by the way. Yeah. If, totally. Uh, if, uh, if you're a writer. Yeah. So then are you, what are you going to do in your downtime?
0: Well, I, I still have Tomb Raider going because that's, that's animation guild. So and that's like well into production. so that's I no I have no other additional writing or anything to do on it either. So um, that's gonna continue. And yeah, I mean, I don't know. it's only. You know, it's only a couple of days in, and so <laughs> I'm like trying to figure that out as well. I, I I would love to write stuff that I've been putting off forever. Yeah. Um, just passion stuff that I, that I love. And you know, I was talking to another writer who was like, I know the WJ kind of is trying to encourage us not to write specs over the strike, but if I don't write, I go crazy. Writing yeah. is like my lifeblood. And for my mental health, I kind of need to write. And that's sort of how I feel like I'm gonna take a break this week. Because like a lot of people uh, leading up to the strike, we all tried to really finish all of our scripts and like hit the deadline so that our shows wouldn't just die because we do love our shows. And even though we want the strike to be as short as possible, you're torn between that and like loving your show so much and wanting to get your baby sort of going. And so, um, you know, I, I worked 16 to 18 hour days all of last week to just get shit done. So this week I'm taking <laughs> a break and then we'll see next week. I mean, start picketing, get out there on the picket lines. I'm really I- anxious about creating a a quippy sign because everyone has really smart signs out there because they're writers.
1: I did see a lot of smart signs on Instagram. I was like, that's really smart.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You won't find a better picket sign than a writer's strike.
1: Man. Yeah. This is, it's like, it's like with anything, you know, when something happens immediately, it's, it's everyone's reactionary. The emotions are really high. You're feeling it and then it kind of smooths over a little bit and you just kind of accept the state of the way things are and you adapt because that's what we do we're humans and we adapt to certain things yeah so hopefully I'm just saying this from an emotional state you know kind of levels itself out a little bit
0: yeah I mean it helps that this definitely feels like a fight worth fighting like the WJ doesn't strike very often <laughs> like you know last time was like 2007 feels like the time before that was like 1948 right <laughs> like there's like oh, really? they don't, I, mean, I don't know i mean they don't strike very often so what they do it's because there's something serious going on and our industry is in a very critical point where a lot of things are changing and have been changing and um the wj is, is trying to sort of make these corrections for for writers so that it's changing with us right um so i i mean yeah, I think also writers are hopeful for that reason because yeah. they don't feel like we're doing this for no reason. They feel like we, we're doing this because we have to and that's just how it has to be.
1: That's so true. let's make
0: the best of it.
1: And what, what also is kind of comforting is that everyone really is in it together. We know somebody, or we, I was talking to a friend, we know a guy and uh, uh, someone who works at a company um, who has a first look deal at, uh, at, at another company. And he studio. was based at a studio, excuse me. Yeah. And he was saying that if, you know, if their deal, like the deal might not be renewed this year and that studio could pull out and that production company won't have this first look deal anymore. And mm-hmm. it's going to put him out of business and it's going to put or him out of a job and put the yeah. production company potentially out of business. And I'm only bringing this up because, well, number one, it's freaking scary, but like, that's what everyone's kind of feeling, like even yeah. beyond the writers. So it's it's like this common... Yeah, we're all in it think? together.
0: Yeah. I My guess. manager who's also a producer, we were talking and she's also very stressed out in this moment because she she rushed to do a lot of deals. Like literally she said one of her deals for a writer for optioning their script happened at midnight. so like literally at midnight she got it under the wire but she can't work on this script she can't do anything with it but she at least has stuff in the pipeline ready to go when the strike is over so like that's comforting for her but she can't work she can't talk to writers she can't um, everything that's in production can continue to go into production um, so long as they don't need any notes or of, of any kind but most of her work is in development and so yeah she doesn't have anything to do either but then at the same time you have to prepare for the inevitable end of the strike Mm -hmm. so like getting going after ips like i think producers are going to just be trying to find um maybe ip that they can they can option so that's ready to go so maybe that's going to kind of blossom when we come back from the strike all these opportunities to to develop ips i don't know it's 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 tough for everyone and that's kind of the point right is it also, also highlights how important writers are and why they should make more money.
1: <laughs> it's so fucking important. Writers are so important. And I'm not just saying that because we're writers, but we really <laughs> are. A lot of writers get taken for granted, I yes. think. And I feel like there's, that's, that's definitely kind of in the DNA right now of the way people feel, maybe. Yeah. Anyway, that's yeah. all.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll see. We we're, we're here for everybody. We're going to continue to kind of post resources and and the experiences of other writers on Twitter, which I think has been really helpful and interesting to me. Um I think hearing, you know, people who are on the picket lines and what they're experiencing or like sharing stories about what has happened in their career that makes them want to fight so hard right now. Those stories have been really I think moving and illuminating as well. And so again, we're gonna continue to kind of repost these. So watch our, our Twitter feed for, for those stories and stuff coming out. And that's it, this was just kind of like a feels episode and yeah. a like we're here for you guys and vice versa. And we'll continue to talk about how this is affecting everyone as, as this unfolds, but definitely check out those resources. And that's it, that's, that's, that's the episode today. It's just that.
1: Just crushed it. Next week we'll be back.
0: Well, it feels like next week we can finally get back into topics. But this this week we yeah. had to just lay low and address the issue.
1: <laughs> as much as we like to not address the problem.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, ignore it, turn our back on it, and run away from it. <laughs> <laughs> just,
1: this was impossible. But no, that's it. Yeah, like Tasha said, we're around.
0: We're around. And and more than ever, I think it's important for, for writers to have uh, other writers. So find your communities and... and help each other through this. Wow. All right. Quote of the day. Yeah. What has always been at the heart of filmmaking was the value of a script. It was really the writer who could make or break a film. Douglas Fairbanks Jr. Please remember to rate and subscribe. Follow us at Act Two Writers for more awesome writing stuff. You can follow me, Tasha, at Story Thursday on Instagram or Twitter at Tasha 3.0.
1: I'm Joshua Hallman on Twitter, Josh Hallman on Instagram.
0: And as always, the Act Two podcast is a production of Act Two, a network and support group for the everyday working screenwriter. This episode was edited by Paul Lundquist, music by 414beg, which you can find on Spotify.